Did you know only 9% of construction business owners make more than $200,000 a year? We believe your business should make your life better. We work with construction business owners to systemize their cash flow, workflow, and crew so they can become involved but not required. Have a listen to our podcast if you want to be in control of your business and your life. If you want to get there faster, go to involvedbutnotrequired.com. Because I want to tell you why you want to be saying no to work. So we're going to talk about saying no to work, but obviously the first question probably pops your mind if I say, let's talk about saying no to work, is why the hell would you want to say no to work? So let's start there. You want to stay, say no to work because when you are saying no to work, you are in a really good position. Right? Say no to work generally means you can do without that work. If you can't do without the work that you say no, it's because you really, really don't want that project or that client. Okay, I'm not talking about that scenario. If you can do that, great. You should be able to say no to a client or a project that you know is going to be a nightmare. But say no to work when you don't want to, but you have to because you haven't got the capacity to do it, is an amazing position to be in. That's when you will truly start to make money. Right? There's a, a great book by a guy named Daniel Priestley called Oversubscribe. And he talks about this entire concept of when a business truly starts to make money is when they have more work than they can handle and when they have to say no to work. So... If you get to a position where you know, you've got um, four people saying, can you do this project for me? And you and your teams have only got capacity to do three out of four, awesome. Okay? You're going to have to tell someone no. And yes, that bit sucks. But let's look at the person you're going to tell no. You, you, you're looking at the four of them. Which one are you saying no to? The one you want to do the least. Like the one that is the biggest pain in the ass the one where you don't really want to work for that client because they're a bit of a nightmare. The one where you know that it might all go okay and they've got a decent site foreman, but you're going to be dragging the money out of them, kicking and screaming and waiting forever to get paid. So the one that you're saying no to is the one that you least want to do. If you've refined your quoting process to the point that you've eliminated them, which is ideal, right? If you've got someone who you don't want to work for, you don't want to do that project or they're, they, they're not um, going to pay you on time, realistically, you shouldn't be quoting for them in the first place. So if you've got to a point where you've eliminated that and you don't quote for people who you don't want to work for, when you see a nightmare project, you say, sorry, I don't want to quote that one. Great. Okay, now you've got four projects and you can still only do three of them and you really want to do all three of them. Well, when they go, oh, look, you're just a little bit too expensive, can you do it 5% cheaper? Yeah, if nothing else, when they ask you to you know, sharpen the price a bit, you go, I'm sorry, but I, I just can't do any better than that. And if one of them says, oh, well, we've got someone cheaper, awesome. That made your life easy. You don't have to have the shit conversation of, sorry, we can't do your project. You say, look, sorry, we actually, you know, we've got only capacity for this many, and, and we need to say no to one. So if it's too expensive for you, that actually makes our life easier because I don't have to say no to any of my clients, including you. Um, and they'll go, oh, shit, <laughs> we really want them, let's pay the extra 5%, which is honestly probably a tactic anyway, that they probably don't have a cheaper price, um, but you never know, it's a game. So yeah, I've had one where they called me up and they said, look, your estimator's been working on the price, which is great. So you may not have an estimator yet, but this is the scenario I was in. Uh, but we've got someone <coughs> who is 10% cheaper than you. 
Now, we know you, 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 we really, really want to use you, and you're not might be able to cut 10% off it, but if you can cut 5 to 7% off that price, we can get that past our director, and we can give the project to you because you're the company you want to use. So, look, I haven't looked at it yet. Give me the weekend. I'll go through it, and I'll see what I can do. Um, I went over the project myself on the weekend, and using, we were using an Excel spreadsheet. You're doing takeoffs online and then putting the data into an Excel spreadsheet. There was a, a, a non-standard item that the estimator had added into the sheet, but the formula wasn't picking it up. So when I realized that and captured it, the price went up by like 17%. Now, I cut that thing to the bone over the weekend, cut out every bit of fat I could, and it still went up by like 12%. And that was with very little profit margin. So I like this client. I didn't want to think, you know, I was screaming over it. I called him. I said on Monday, look, really sorry. Here's what's happened. Um, I tried my best and I've cut everything out of it, but even then the price has actually gone up by 12% or whatever it was. Um, I understand that you can't use us, but you know, keep us in mind for the next one. We really like what it provides things and we'll see what happens. But knowing that, you know, you're not gonna, if, if we've got a price 10% cheaper than what we were and we're now 12.5% more, we're not going to pay 22% more for anyone. It doesn't matter how much they like you. They call me back less than an hour later to say, you've got the job. There was no other cheaper price. It was all bullshit to try and squeeze the price down. It went up 12.5%. They still paid it. They're bleeding a fucking eye. But that's often what you're up against is it's just a game. So when you can go, no, that's all right. If someone can do it for 10% cheaper, let them do it for 10% cheaper. Sometimes you get the work anyway. And in this game, that 5 or 7% is often your whole profit margin. And if not, then for us, yeah, we used to target 15% and we'd end up year on year at between 7 and 8%. If we could be making 5 to 7% more, that's great. That's nearly double our profit margin. What would I say? What would you do if I could double your profits? And what you just need to do is have enough quotes in the field to be able to say no to work. Now, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard for us to say no to work? Well, there's a couple of reasons. One, we don't want to say no you know, to anybody. That's a, a universal human trait. We, we want to be able to make people happy, even if you think we don't. There's an extent of it. I don't like to make people happy. Couldn't give a toss. So I say, there's still an element of me that does um, when I get really, really truthful with myself. But we want to grow our business, right? We want to make our business bigger. Uh, and we always have. So to do that, we need to quote more and win more work. So when we get the opportunity to do another project, we tend to think, well, yes, this is an opportunity for me to take more guys on um, and grow bigger. So why would I say no? Because that's you know, stopping these great plans I've got to grow. I, I want to get bigger, so I should be able to, to do this. So there's that great pull to say yes to projects because that's what we've been doing for so long. So what I suggest you do is actually get into a point where you want to have to say no to a certain number of projects. We called it our decline rate. So we measured um, uh, all of our quoting you know, on our, our monthly reports. We looked at um, every aspect of our quoting uh, and we broke it into the main thing, obviously, to get it out was, was how much did we win, what percentage was our win rate, because that was the, the most important thing. But we didn't just say we won the project or we lost it. We broke it, it broke the, yes, we won it. Every other project that we weren't doing, we broke into reasons so we could know why. Um, so some of them we just lost. You know, the builder won it, we wanted to work for the builder, and it turned out that someone else was picked to do the project. That's lost. Some of them we quoted at tender stage, and it was won by a builder who we didn't want to work for. So we call it tender loss um, by builder. Um, some of them, uh, the project didn't go ahead. You know, 
uh, the council said, oh, we're going to build this fantastic new library. And the architect said, yeah, it's going to cost you seven million bucks. And the cheapest price comes in at 20. And they're like, whoa, we haven't got that in the budget. So the project gets canned and it never goes ahead. Um, you know, and you get the same with people who, who type because oh, I want a deck built. I want, you know, um, uh, I want to do this extension. And then they see the price and they're like, it's just not on the cards. You know, so the project, you, you lose it, but no one got awarded it because the project just got cancelled, right? The other one we had was declined. Declined was where they said, we would like you to do this job. And we said, no, sorry, we do not have the capacity to do that job. Now, if you go right, for, for all of my projects, if you're winning, you know, our win rate was commercially was down at, at um, between 10 and 12% typically. Uh, when I was on the tools just doing uh, smaller domestic stuff, I was winning at about a third, 33% was my typical win rate. Uh, we might say, right, if that's one in three projects I win, then I want to have 10% of projects in total that I want to decline. So 30% of them I'm saying yes to, 10% of them I'm saying no to, that's 40%, 60% I lose. Right? Um, so that's one in four projects that I get awarded, I want to be saying, sorry, I just don't have the capacity to do that one. Now one in four may say, hi, you might go for one in 10. I don't know what it is for you, but I would suggest you set a number where you go, I want to, and you may not get there straight away, but if you have a target, a physical number of, I want to be saying no to this percentage. You know, one in four projects, quarter of the projects I get offered, I want to be able to say no to. And then, because you set yourself a goal, you will try and achieve that. You will, you will accumulate trees. That's why goals are so amazing. You set yourself a goal, um, your mind works to achieve it. How do I make sure that I pick one in four projects? And then when they come in and you go, mm, which one am I going to say no to and how am I going to swing that? And it can be average. It doesn't have to be, oh, but I need to work right now. That's fine. You might say no to two in a row and then and then none for two months. But once you've got it and you've got that target in mind, you will start to get better projects because the ones you say no to will be the ones you don't really want to quote. You honestly shouldn't have quoted them in the first place or you quoted them thinking it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know that gut feeling about a client? Like you quoted it all seems happy days and then as you're going through, you're like, mm. and you're like, you let your mind talk your gut out of it, you know, um, and there's always a reason. That never goes well. It never goes well. If you've got a bad feeling about it, don't do it. And you will have heard, you know, the, the old builders who just work for, you know, they do two or three homes on the tools themselves. Those are the ones I think of in this mindset who will just, you know, quote them and sometimes say no and the clients get all angry and like, you just had a bad feeling about it. They never get a bad client because they trust their gut. Um, I always found that really, really hard to do. Um, but when it is, okay, I've got to meet a numbers target. Well, I'm good at hitting targets. I like succeeding at my goals. So once I've set myself a goal of saying no to one in four projects, it's a lot easier because I'm not saying no because I trust my gut. I'm saying no because I have to say no to one of them, and that's the one I pick. Don't know why, but gut feeling says. Make sense? Cool. So try and get yourselves into a position where you can say no to work because business and life will get a whole lot better.